Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Today, I want to share with you one question that I get asked quite often inside my membership, SLP Elevate. I'm getting asked often about how are we different than a reading teacher and how can we differentiate ourselves and make ourselves show our value. And that is not just the repeating the same things over and over. And why can't they just do it with them? And why are they with us? I wanted to discuss with you how, one, we are different, and two, how we can differentiate our instruction to be different. So one reason when it comes to, especially with our older students, you know, we're working on main idea, we're working on inferencing, we're working on summarizing, we're working on answering questions. And yes, they're doing that in the classroom and doing that with the reading teacher. We have to remember that decoding times language comprehension equals reading comprehension. So a student cannot be an effective reader if they don't have adequate language skills. So that's where our piece of the puzzle fits in. Most of the time, reading teachers are working on the decoding and then the comprehension. They're not focusing on that language piece. Yes, they might do some vocabulary activities, but they're not building sentence structure. They're not working on categorization. They're not going deep into these different skills and strategies that is our domain, right? We work on vocabulary, sentence structure, syntax, auditory memory, like compensatory strategies for those with weak auditory memory or auditory comprehension. Right? They're just practicing over and over and try to build those decoding skills and hoping that eventually it will lead to comprehension. And yes, they might do anchor charts and this and that, but they're not focusing on the language weaknesses, which is causing them to have reading comprehension difficulties. 
So one of my go-to things when a teacher comes to me during RTI or MTSS or whatever, I always say, hey, if you read them to the test, how would they do? If you read them the question, read them the passage, we read them a story and ask them the questions, how do they do? If they say to me, okay, they can answer it. That's a reading issue. Yes, can we support that? Of course. But that's more a reading domain. And yes, I'm not even going in the whole phonological awareness decoding realm. I'm strictly focusing on the comprehension piece here. If it can be read to them and they can be successful, then it's a decoding reading piece. And then my next question to them is, how do they do reading at their independent level? Not their instructional level. So when teachers are evaluating students' reading levels, whether it's Fontes Panel, if they're doing Lexiles, what have you, they always often have their instructional level, which is with support, how can they do? And then they have their independent level. What can they be reading on their own? That's when they're doing independent reading. They're taking maybe from book bins that are like the level D. That's what they can do on their own. They can, they've proven to be successful to decode and comprehend at that level. Many of our students struggle at getting to the next level because they're not able to demonstrate their comprehension, okay? And that's when, if they're stuck at that level and they're able to decode those words but not able to comprehend, there might be a language piece that's causing them to struggle. And that's when we have to look at that. And that's when we take our language testing and dive deeper. Take a look at, that's why I do have, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes, I have a screener tool that you can use as part of your assessment or whether you're part of your goal writing or just your progress monitoring or just to get more information. It's one paragraph, two paragraphs, and three paragraphs. And then it's three different Lexile levels. So like an easier, middle, and harder. It's like 400 to 600, 600 to 800, and 800 plus. So it's how the length of the text, the complexity of the text, and then within each text level, I have all different question types. So WH questions, inferential questions, main idea, vocabularies and context clues. So it's, okay, how much can they either read it on their own or you read it to them? How much can they retain? And then what level of complexity? As the lexiles go up, the sentence structures are more complex, the vocabulary is more complex. There's more multisyllabic words and things like that. So you can use that tool to determine, okay, their levels and the, the length that they can handle. Maybe they can't handle a three-paragraph essay. Maybe they can only retain one paragraph and you need to work at that level. So we have the flexibility to differentiate for the needs of our students. We can take what level they are at functioning and work at their level. We don't need to work at the level of the entire class and move along towards a curriculum map and have to get to the next chapter and what have you. We can stop and spend time focusing on what they need. And that's when it comes to goal writing. We need to be so, so specific and not do any like bombardment type of goals because we want to make sure we're targeting that specific area of weakness that's causing them not to be able to get to that next level. Okay, so again, that language piece is an important piece of reading comprehension. We have that ability to differentiate for our students and work at their independent level, whether it is the lexile level or the length of the text. We can also take the reading piece out and focus on the skills, right? We can stop and focus on sentence structure. If they don't understand conjunctions and how it puts sentences together, when they're reading it, they're not going to comprehend. They'll struggle with understanding the cause and effect relationships. They're not going to see that text structure to be able to understand how to answer questions and be able to use the text structures to help guide them in their comprehension. Again, we teach it differently. We focus on the language, the vocabulary, sentence structure, questioning. Those are our domains, right? There's that saying, if you do the same thing over and over again and expect different results, that's insanity. We're not doing insanity. 
The teachers might be. <laughs> they might be getting frustrated because they're not stopping to think about why they are struggling. So it's not always just practicing the skill. Sometimes what you're looking at is more important than those tally marks on a data sheet. Why are they struggling? And what supports are needed for them to be successful? Is it simplifying the language? Is it maybe doing one sentence at a time? Checking for understanding, notate, visual aids, what is needed to help them be successful? And lastly, we get to use their interests, use their reading levels, and build their confidence. We can show them that reading is fun, that reading can be enjoyable, learning can be fun. It's not always boring topics and passages that they don't care about. We can bring in articles on Fortnite. There are several on NewsELA.com on Fortnite. There's articles on Time for Kids, on Minecraft, on Tween Tribune. There's an article on virtual reality. Inside SLP Elevate, every month is a high interest theme, whether it's sneakers, anime, superheroes, all the things they're into. This way, your students are loving what they're reading and working on and not feeling like pressured and bored when learning is a struggle as it is. We have so many students that are avoidant readers and avoidant learners because learning is hard. And they're constantly being expected to just keep doing more and more things that are hard without targeting what is causing them that trouble. And we can be that person to do it. We can teach them affixes, those prefixes and suffixes, teach them context clues, teach them our thinking behind our thinking. How do we come up with the main ideas, who it's about and what happened to them? We can give them note-taking strategies. We can take a five-paragraph article and break it up paragraph by paragraph and check for understanding so that they can be successful. We can teach them to break apart a question and look at the key words to help them figure out what is being asked of them. We can teach them different question stems to be like, oh, they're asking me for comparing and contrasting. Oh, they're asking me for the main idea. Oh, they're asking me for cause and effect because we can teach them those keywords so we can show them that they can be successful. Learning can be fun and when different than a reading teacher because we are helping them achieve something that they wouldn't be able to achieve without us, okay? So if you're wondering how you fit in the puzzle and how you can be different than a reading teacher and show your students that you're not just doing something arbitrarily, when you truly understand why you are working on that with them, you can explain that to them and they will understand and be more motivated to work with you. I hope you found this helpful. Let me know and don't forget, in the show notes, I have a link to that comprehension assessment tool that you can utilize. And as always, I hope to see you inside SLP Elevate, where I can help you be the best SLP you can be and provide high interest activities that your students will love using and will help you plan in just minutes. Because isn't that what you all want? To spend more time doing what we love, helping our students. All right, I have my joke for you, of course. Why did the girl sit on the ladder to sing? because she wanted to reach the high notes. But I'm ching All right, till next week, everyone. Stay out of trouble and have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.